Hello, I'm Professor Peter Nash from the Griffith University in Brisbane, and today I'm joined by Professor uh, Abina from the Osaka University in Japan. And we're very grateful, Professor Abina, for your time. We know how busy and difficult the time is at the moment. Today we'll be studying a study recently published in Arthritis Research and Therapy, which analyzes drug retention using the ANSA registry, which is based in the Kansai district of Japan. This study compares seven biologic disease modifying drugs, as well as the targeted synthetic tofacitinib in both biologics naive and biologic switched patients with rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, welcome, Professor Abina. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself your research interests and your hospital, please. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for providing me a great opportunity to uh, introducing our study. So my name is Kosuke Bina from Osaka University and the, my uh, interest, uh, I'm a rheumatoid orthopedics doctor and in Japan, uh, orthopedic doctor also prescribes biologics or JAK inhibitors for rheumatoid arthritis patients. My specialty is uh, foot and ankle surgery and also my research interest is uh, clinical rheumatology and uh, osteoporosis and the regenerative medicine of the osteoarthritis or the meniscus. Well, that's very impressive because no orthopedic surgeon in Australia would ever be interested in any medications or biologics <laughs> or prescribing. They just want to operate. Yes, so we, I it's, understand. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you. So yes. can you tell us a little bit about the Kansai District of Japan, please? Yes. Uh, and, and the ANSWER registry in particular. Yes. Uh, our ANSWER cohort is a multi-center observational registries including seven universities affiliated hospitals in the Kansai district of Japan, which was developed in 2015. The unique point of our cohort is including both rheumatologists and orthopedic doctor, because orthopedic doctors also prescribe biologics in Japan. Uh, we are retrospectively and prospectively updating about 10,000 RM patients data every year. And roughly the population of the Kansai district, how many people do uh, you train? Uh, uh, the living populations, you mean? Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry, I'm not sure, but the Kansai district is second largest district uh, from the Tokyo is the capital of the Japan and the Osaka is the second uh, biggest city in Japan. So the many millions. very many millions. Very big right. populations, yes. Okay. And I know that in our country, it's very difficult to get our rheumatologists to enter any data in any registry because oh, really? they think they're very busy. <laughs> yes. So how do you get your rheumatologists to enter all this data? Is it done, are they paid oh. to enter? Is it done out of goodwill? Is it mm -hmm. done by the office staff? How is it? How is it done? Oh, thank you for your question. Uh, it's mainly uh, the doctors is uh, taking part by their own will 
to provide uh, the new evidence for improving the rheumatic diseases. And now uh, we have some sponsor from the companies to uh, help the data from the uh, other uh, specialists, uh, not for the uh, medical doctors. So we are using these uh, companies' help for updating the data. Yes. Excellent. And can you tell us a little bit before we start talking about your trial, how the COVID-19 has affected practice in Japan? Do you do a lot of telemedicine? What has happened mm -hmm. the situation in Japan? Okay. Uh, the number of patients with COVID-19 is still increasing in Japan. And some patients prefer telehealth. About 10 or 20% of my patients. And some patients are worried about continuing biologics or JAK inhibitors. Although I recommend them to continue present treatment if they are well controlled in accordance with the Japanese colleague of rheumatologist's recommendation. Excellent. So just tell us a little bit about this particular study and how you went about doing this study. Mm -hmm. uh, in, uh, I previously take part in the uh, drug retention in Osaka University uh, in our uh, institution. But uh, I wanted to uh, investigate for more many patients' data. And our ANSA cohort has uh, about 10,000 RM patients' data and very, very precise data. So uh, I think that I can provide more useful information for the drug retention of biologics using this cohort. Okay. And with the biologics in Japan, can you give us a feel for how they are used? Are they used very commonly or very rarely? Because Japan has rules that they use a very low dose of methotrexate. What, compared to the rest of the world, what do you think about this methotrexate restriction? Okay. Uh, indeed, many Japanese have restriction in MTX dose due to drug hepatopathy or nausea. However, recent study demonstrated that intraacrocyte MTX polyglutamate concentrations which are considered as a useful biomarker of MTX efficacy, were more than one and a half times higher in Japanese compared to Western populations. So I suppose that relatively low dose of MTX is also effective for Japanese. And in, in Japan, uh, about 30 or 40% of RA patients is treated by biologics or JAK inhibitors now because uh, uh, we have a public health insurance by the government and about uh, we have to pay about 10 to 30 percent only 10 to 30 percent of the payment by ourselves so maybe okay. this uh, promotes yes and are they all very much similar price there's no advantage mm. in a jack over an injection or are they roughly mm. the same like they are in our country oh okay uh, in japan uh, for example, the cost of tocilizumab is about half of other biologics. It's very cheap. 
So this may influence the prescription, prescription number in this cohort. And how, has the Jack, uh, and how have the Jacks gone as a class in Japan? Uh, so uh, thank you for the question. The Jack is, uh, we have four Jacks in Japan and we can prescribe. They're doing quite well? Uh, yes, uh, but the prescription number is not still so high. Maybe yeah. about five or below ten percent. Yes. So quite small. Yes. Uh, in our country, we're seeing more and more biosimilars, mm -hmm. um, but the uptake is still very low. What's mm -hmm. it like in Japan? Yes, uh, we have two biosimilars in Japan now: infliximab and etanercept. And mm -hmm. recently, prescription number of etanercept biosimilar is rapidly increasing. Mm -hmm. It's very increasing in etanercept. Okay, so tell us how you performed this study and a little bit about the patients selected. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in general, all of the RA patients fulfilled 1987 ACR or 2010 ACR ULA uh, criteria were included in this cohort. And in this paper study, patients who were treated with biologics or tofacitinib from 2001 to 2019 with data on starting and discontinuation dates and reasons for discontinuation were all included. Okay, and how was drug retention compared in this study? Mm -hmm. uh, as I mentioned, uh, drug discontinuation reasons were categorized into four major reasons including lack of effectiveness, toxic adverse events, non-toxic reasons or remissions, and estimated at 36 months using the GRADE test. Tell us a little bit about the GRADE test, not familiar to many rheumatologists. Ah, oh, sorry. Uh, it's, uh, the, it, it is used for the uh, calculate the uh, discontinuation ratio uh, for the other uh, it's popular in other drug studies and if we wanted to uh, adjust their uh, clinical backgrounds we can use the fine gray model to uh, adjust it by the potent confounders as I mentioned we use the both models and what were the main findings from the study yes the main findings of this study was there was a remarkable difference uh, in the drug retention rates of the seven biologics and tofacinib between the biologics naive and switched cases. And the overall retention rates were highest in abatacept among the naive cases uh, and the tocilizumab showed the highest retention in the switched cases. Okay, and any reasons for that do you think? Yes, uh, I think there are some limitations to be considered. First, uh, as I mentioned, the combined MTX usage may strongly affect the TNF inhibitors compared to the non-TNF inhibitors. So the prescription ratio and the dose was relatively small in this uh, cohort. So it may uh, make advantage for the non-TNF inhibitors. And the other reasons is uh, 
uh, is there is a, a high-aged rheumatoid arthritis patients in Japan. It's still increasing. So there's a trend to be treated by the abatacept because they have many lung diseases or the renal dysfunction. Yeah. Yes. yes, so the physicians uh, tend to use uh, abatacept or the etanercept, which has the uh, evidence of the low toxic adverse events. Yes. Okay. I was thinking about the TNFs. Is TB still an issue in Japan? Is it mm. common? Uh, thank you for your question. Uh, the patients who have the active TB is not so familiar in Japan now. Sure. But sure. some patients have positive quantiferon test and we have to treat them. Be careful. Uh, yes, be, 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 yes, be careful, yes. But not so... so what would the, okay. Not so common anymore. What was yes. the most common reason for discontinuation? Mm -hmm. uh, the most uh, common discontinuation reason was the lack of effectiveness. effectiveness. It, uh, it's the primary effectiveness or secondary, yes. Okay, and it seemed unusual that Simsia, Sertilizumab, seemed mm -hmm. to have the worst discontinuation yes. <laughs> and the most adverse events. Is, is that uh, really a real finding, uh, do you think? Yeah. Yes, uh, the, there's a limitation because the number of patients treated with Sertilizumab was relatively small, but yes. uh, for my impression in Japan, uh, there are uh, a little bit uh, high rate of page, uh, patients of lack of efficacy in certomized pegor. So my, mm -hmm. from our data, we showed that the patients who were treated with certomized pegor for more than after the third biologics, they have very low retention. So certomized <laughs> pegor should be used in first or second biologics, maybe. Not third. And can you comment on how tofacitinib compared yes. to the other biologics? Mm -hmm. uh, this was the most uh, interesting point. So tofacitinib showed higher retention due to lack of effectiveness next to, next to tocilizumab, although showed lowest retention due to adverse events. So <laughs> in short, it is uh, effective, but maybe have a low uh, retention due to adverse events, yeah, such as herpes zoster, yes. I was going to say, what, what, how did the zoster issue get handled in Japan? Because uh, your rates of zoster are higher than other countries in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, uh, of course, medication for the herpes zoster. So we educate patients that uh, JAK inhibitors have a relatively high rates of uh, herpes zoster. So if you have a symptom, go to the hospital as soon as possible to pres right. be prescribed with the treatments. And do you have vaccination for herpes uh, zoster? Yes, uh, we have uh, vaccination, but not uh, so much popular still. Right. So, because it is very expensive still now and very painful. Yes, for patients. And you, do you have the killed vaccine Shindrix or do you only have the uh, live? Yes. Uh, we have Singrix. Yes. Okay. Because okay. we can't get it in Australia. Oh, really? They don't, <laughs> ma they don't make enough. 
to uh, uh, supply America and Canada, leave alone Australia. Uh, okay, I understand. Okay. From one of the tables, the remission rate was really quite low, yes. one to mm. three to 10%. Do mm. you think that's accurate? Do you think more patients are in remission that are recorded mm. in the registry? Yes. Uh, uh, from our data, the patients who discontinued by remission was highest in infliximab and adalimumab yeah. for the yeah. biologics naive patients because these two agents have many evidence that uh, they can stop the treatment by previous studies. And in general, Japanese physicians do not, uh, they're not so, uh, they're not so interested in discontinuing these biologics, but they prefer to uh, the, those, uh, the reducing the dose or the expanding the treatment, uh, uh, how should I say, uh, the, the expanding the treatment. Yes. What would you say was the common causes of discontinuation? Mm -hmm. uh, the most common cause was the uh, ineffectiveness, ineffectiveness of mm -hmm. the treatment. Uh, it is similar to the other previous studies about 50% of the discontinuation was due to ineffectiveness. And do they use an objective measure like CDI or DASH-28? Mm. What, what is used in Japan? Yes, uh, we of course use uh, DASH or CDI, but in this study, it depends on the each physician's decision. So there was right. no uh, criteria for the discontinuation. Yes. Okay. And what do you think was the factors that led to very good retention of, with different biologics? Could you tell from the study? Mm -hmm. uh, so there are many limitations for this study because this is, this is an observational study. But uh, for my opinion, tocilizumab uh, is very uh, effective in uh, Japanese population with or without methotrexate, and yes. we have a uh, different formula like uh, subcutaneous or intravenous. So maybe uh, this data of tosizumab uh, reflects the Japanese uh, data. And for the abatacept, because uh, if patients has many comorbidities such as lung diseases, so uh, we, there's such some populations we cannot select uh, the, the biologics uh, instead of abatacept. So this may be the very important bias for selecting the treatment. Yes, yes it, has a, it has a perception of being a safer biologic, mm -hmm. uh, particularly yes. in the setting of infection. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us then the take-home message for mm -hmm. the practicing clinician is there any biologic you'd recommend based on this study um, or you don't think it's appropriate to recommend? Uh, uh, I cannot strongly recommend uh, the specific agent from our data, but if you are, you can provide the patients for the several agents 
for the first choice of the treatment or the second choice of the uh, switched patients because there are some uh, similar retention agents as you can see in our paper. So not for the one agent, but you can see the several uh, treatment choice for the patients. Then and if you which, have- Which would you, sorry, keep going. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, which would you say is the safest biologic or, or jack? Yes, uh, for the treatment naive patients, maybe abatacept has the safety. And the, for the switched patients, uh, etanercept is ha have a safety profile maybe. Yes. That's very interesting because every registry shows that etanercept has the best drug survival amongst mm -hmm. the TNFs. Mm -hmm. And that's a surrogate for still doing well and not having adverse events. So that, that fits mm -hmm. with what we see in mm -hmm. other registries. What about corticosteroids? Is that used very uh, widely in Japan? Mm -hmm. And did it have a negative effect? Yes. Uh, in Japan, the prescription ratio of the Google corticoid is decreasing. And, but still about uh, maybe 20 or 30% are prescribed with Google Coachcoids and they have a negative effect on the retention of the all biologics. So if you want to have a good retention, the Google Coachcoid may be reduced in using okay. the biologics. Yes. So less adverse events. So thank you very much again for your time, Professor Abina. This has been the CSF Author Interview Podcast. If you would like to know more about this paper and others uploaded to the CSF website this month, you can get detailed slide sets available in the publication section at cytokinesignaling.com. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from and let us know what you think. We would love some feedback. So thank you very much, Professor Abina. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.